Welcome everyone to the Wabet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chav Chet. We will begin on Chav Zayin Amud Bet. Shalu Talmidim Bet Rebbe Zera. Okay. Uh, today's Daf is available. Anyone who would like the zechut of sponsoring one of these Daf and the tremendous zechut that goes with it, I recommend that you call Ralph Sen, and he will arrange for the zechut for you or a loved one. We begin towards the bottom page. Shalu Tamidim. Et Rebizekai. The Tamidim asks Rebizekai. Okay. But Maher Achtarim, how did you have long life? Amar Lehem, he told him the following things gave me long life. Number one, Miyamai lo ishtanti ma'im betoch babar motifila. What we were talking about before. I would not urinate within four amort of wherever I prayed, even though that's not necessarily a Like we said last time, we had to just wait. But he would also move away. I would not make a nickname for my friend. And Rashi says, even if it's a positive nickname. Now, not making a positive nickname is an interesting thing. There are rabbis in the Gemara who used to use, make positive nicknames. Uh, you have one rabbi called the other rabbi, Shinina, sharp one. Okay, it could be that when he yeah. says he, either it means over here that he wouldn't make any nickname at all just in case the guy takes it the wrong way, or it could mean that when he says make a nickname, he doesn't make a par of nickname or a regular nickname, but he'll make a nice nickname. Okay. Or, or maybe it really means literally, and then you shouldn't make any nicknames. Who knows? I never missed making kiddush with wine, and so much did I not miss it. That I had an old mother who at one time she sold her uh, headscarf, which of course she needs every day. She brought me wine to make Kiddush. Does it mean Yom is the day, or does it mean Yom is the entire Shabbat, or at night? That is a very good question. My assumption is it means for Shabbat, or maybe even Kiddush Yom, I don't know. Tana Kishimeta, When she died, she already was wealthy enough to leave him 300 barrels of wine, and when he died, so you see that the hakbada the, on Kiddush, and not to make it on bread, uh, paid off for him. Rav Huna was uh, wrapped up in Rita. It's a type of uh, reed. Vikai kamei the rav was in front of rav. Amalei rav, Amalei. So he told him, "My high, what is this?" Amalei, lo havali likidusha, moshkati lemoni. He says, I, "I, I, instead of having a belt, he had some kind of reed." They asked rav, asked him, "How come you're wearing a reed instead of belt?" He says, "I didn't have money, so I, I, I pawned my my belt to get wine for kiddush." Is that what you have over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. collateral. Yeah. That's good point. It should be the will of Hashem that you should be covered in silk. 
in those days silk was very, very expensive. And therefore he says it should be God's will that as opposed to being poor like you are now, that you have to uh, collateral your belt, inshallah you should be covered in silk. What happened? Ki iklal, when his kid got married, Rabba Bray, when his Rabba Bray de Rabhuna got married, Rabhuna inish gutava. Rabhuna was a very short man. Gana apuya, he fell asleep on his bed. And his daughters and his daughter in law came into the room without realizing they were sleeping there. And they threw their clothes on the bed. Until Rafa, till Ravuna was covered in silk. Shamarav, Rav heard the story. And he was Makbid. Now Rav is the one who gave the Baracha. Why is he Makbid? What is he upset about? Why didn't you tell me about my beracha also for you? When I gave you a beracha, you should have been nice and said, So Rabbi was upset that you didn't give him back a beracha. Seems like the, the berachot giving are not so simple. You can't give yourself a beracha. But if so, the person gave it, gave it back to you, it would have came back to you. Okay? Shalut amidavit rabi alayzeh b'shamuah. What did you zuchet to have a long life? I never used the shul as a shortcut. I didn't pass through when people are sitting on the floor in the in the in the, in the bet medash. If people are sitting on the floor and you walk in, they have to stand up. It's very hard for them. What? No, that's not what it means. It doesn't mean walkovers. It means I'm going to walk in and make them stand up. Okay? I never did Birkat Kohanim without a Beracha. Shalotam and Rabbi Prida, they asked Rabbi Prida, Why did you have a long life? No one ever beat me to shul in the morning. I was always the first one in shul. I never made a bracha at a suda before Kohen. If there's a Kohen, I offered him to do first. Yeah, but where are we now? I am now in Chav Oh, so you have to turn it twice in the hard school. Might, well, you might have to do more than that. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't eat from an animal that didn't take away the Zerowa and the Chaim Lekibah. They gave it to the Kohen. Even though the halacha is not like that, I was still strict, and I, I, I wouldn't take it. To, I wouldn't eat from the animal till you separated. He said he didn't, he didn't make a bracha before a kohen. Remember, does that mean the malitu that that's a good thing? Meaning, a Tamir Haham who says to a Kohen, Chabod, you can make Makatamas on your Kohen, even if he's a Kohen Gadol, but if you're a Tamir Haham and he's a Amaretz, 
you have me to let him go before you. Because be, being a Tamechacham is bigger than, than a Kohen Gadol, who's Amaretz. And if you're going to say, no, no, he's a Kohen Gadol. Even Kohen Gadol, he's got, he's got the thing on. You can't let him go. So, so you'll be Chayav Mita for putting down the Torah. How you let him go? This is a dangerous thing, by the way. Let him go in front. I, I let him make the Berachah before you, as if he's, because he's the, oh, you're a Kohen. I mean, you're putting yourself down. Huh? Very dangerous. Often you rabbi sitting there and he wants to see the guy. Okay, he's a queen. He, wants to, he knows the queen. He wants to say, okay, chabot, chabot. But he's telling you not to do that. Just take it and do it. Chayim bita. Well, not halacha, whatever. That's not halacha. But it's not, does that sound good? No, not so good. I mean, I would say... It Let it not be a halacha. Let it not be the halacha that you have. Obviously, we're not going to take a gun and shoot you. Right? right? But it's not but good. Of not you have to respect the rabbi. He's getting respect. That you have to respect the rabbi is not is not a chidush. That I can tell you. That he can't. That he can't just. That he has to respect himself is the chidush. Often rabbis want to be humble. Okay, you watch watch it. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Okay. Ki kamiyu b'shavin. He says, "Oh no." So, so he asked the question, how could he let the Kohen go first? No. When does the Kohen go first if him and the Kohen are there? Rabbi Kohen. Rabbi Kohen. But not, not if they're, they're not the same. Okay. Shalut Amidim et Rabbi Nechun Yemen Hakana. Me'arachim, how come you had a long life? Amalem mi'amai, lon t'chavati b'kelon chavirai. I never got, was, was happy when my friend was embarrassed. Whenever my friend gets embarrassed, I was never happy. Velo alta al mitati kilat chavirai. I never went to sleep without forgiving anyone who does anything to me. It's big. And I was lenient with my money. If someone, if, if I wasn't sure about something, I would give in. Give in. I was never happy with my friend's embarrassment. One time, he was carrying a kili on his back for digging. A shovel. He took it, to, he wanted to take it from him to carry it for him. If you carry loads like this, you could carry it. He says, if you don't carry shovels in general, I don't want you carrying shovels for me. So the student came to carry it for him, and before he let the student carry it, he asked the student if this is what he usually does, because I don't want he doesn't want him doing it for him special. That's one of them. I didn't go on my bed with with a curse on my friend. When he would go to sleep, he said, please forgive Anyone, no, I, I forgive anyone who pained me, which is this business of Morzutra is actually part of our Kriyachim Malamita. Anyone who reads Mita automatically does this. I was leaning with my money. Iov was a big Sadiq, and he was leaning with his money. Right? If he bought something worth less than a pruta, 
He wouldn't. He would, he would say keep the change. Keep the change. He's a person who said keep the change. Seems like that's a good thing. Why do you have long life? And he hit him. I'm sorry. What is Alvai? And the servants of of Atigivais, they started hitting him. Why? Salik Vyativa Resha Didikla. He went to he went to the top of a day tree. Amale Rebbe. If it says keves, why does it say echad? Because kevasim is sheep. But if it says keves, sheep, well, in, in English, sheep and sheep are both singular and plural. But in Hebrew, kevasim and keves do different things. So why does it say keves echad? Once it says keves, it's automatically echad. Right? Leave the guy, let the guy go. Why does it keves echad? So when he asked that question, they realized that Rabbi Kiva was a real student and he just wanted the answers. And therefore they felt bad that they hit him beforehand when he asked, I can be had a long life. He wasn't just trying to bother me. He was, uh, he wanted an answer. So he told him, Echad miyuchad shibidro. When he said, Kevis Echad means you're supposed to take the nicest one. Kevis Echad. Take take the, the, the alpha Kevis. Okay. Now he answered his original question. I never accepted a gift. And I wasn't strict on myself. So if a guy did something wrong to me, I don't have to pay him back. What's the case that you don't accept gifts? Like Rabbi Lazar. When they would send him gifts from the, from the prince's house, he wouldn't take them. When they would invite him to eat, the Lord said he wouldn't go. Amalu, they told him, He said, I don't want to go because Basuk says, person who hates gift will live. When they would send him gifts from the, from the prince's house, he also wouldn't take. But when they invite him to eat, he would go. Why? He said that when they invite me, they're giving themselves respect. Because the fact that they're inviting the big rabbi to the house, they're not giving me, I'm giving them more than I'm giving me, and therefore he doesn't call it a gift. So he would differentiate between being invited when they're doing you a favor to being invited when you're doing them a favor. Like when they say, we said, Akka, they say the same thing. They say, uh, I'm doing the guy a favor, I'm helping him from his... Uh... Maybe, maybe. Why was I not strict on myself? Anyone who's ma'avir amidotav, they, anyone who gives in, they get rid of all your sins. So they ask, welcome, there's, there's, what time is it? I can do this. There's a story in Israel about this. 
where a guy, um, there, were two, there was a hole in Bnei Brak where the, um, they have two, two holes in the same place. They rent both out, a big one and a small one. And one time the, the, the manager rented both out for Shev Brachot, but he rented both families the big one. So the family one gets there, they goes, they set up their band and everything in the hall A, in the big one. And the family B gets there and they're going crazy, what's going on, you're in our place. Say, get out. So no, it's our place. And back and forth, back and forth, no one's giving in. The manager comes down, he feels so bad, he's sorry, he's apologizing, this and that. And they're trying to get the second family who's not set up to just agree to go to the other one. So he offers them, you know, I'll give you a free dessert, I'll give you a free this, they're not interested. And he says, you know, I'll give you, uh, you know, I'm going to fire the guy who did this, and I'm going to give you a, a free night in the hotel in, in Tiberias if you just take take the thing. We don't want you to tell him, we don't want you this, he can't talk, no matter what you offer, we're not taking it, we're taking it, we, we asked for it, we got it, we're taking it, we'll get this guy out of there. So you see, he realized he can't talk to this guy, he said, I'm going to talk to the other guy. He talks to the first family, who was already set up already. He told him, could you go to the smaller hall, we'll do this for you, we'll do that for you, blah, 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 blah. He talks to the guy, he offers him everything, Guys, listen. Uh, I'm not doing it. Finally, he says, "Listen, it, well, you know, it, it, it's the right thing to do. Why don't you just uh, do the mitzvah?" So the guy says, "Listen, I don't really want any of your things you're giving me. I'm fine without your things." He says, "But if you can convince my wife, I'll go. But you're not convincing him." So the guy goes talk to the guy's wife, and he tells her this. She refuses under nothing, nothing to talk about. Finally, he says, "I understand." He says, "You don't have anything you need." He says, if you're Vera, the Gemara says that if you, if you give in, he says, you can ask for anything you want. You don't have anything in your family you want to pray for. She turns white for a second. And she says, uh, actually, my father was diagnosed last week. And he's going to Brussels in Belgium to, for treatment. He says, let me talk to my husband. I'll see if maybe I'll do it for you. She goes to her husband and says, we agree on the two conditions. Number one, we don't want any of the things you gave us. Take them all back. And number two, don't fire the guy. Don't fire the guy. We want all the zahut, we don't want you firing the guy. We're going to the other room if you do all those things. That was Parashat. Now, now we're in Parashat Parashalach. This story happened in Parashat Vayechi. Okay? Was it a new story? Yeah. And sure enough, the guy flies to Brussels. He had an enlarged lymph node. Then he gets to go surgery and chemo. The doctor said he wants to do one last scan. And the doctor says, you don't need surgery. He says, it is enlarged, but it doesn't need surgery. It's normal. It just needs pills to take it down, go home and relax. So if you think that giving in has the power, Mary Biederman ends up the story, says if you think that giving in has the power to sh- get rid of a cancerous tumor, don't think it has the power to make sure you don't get a tumor in the first place. Wow. It has the power to get rid of one that's there. Forget about one that's not there. Make sure it doesn't come. That's, that, that's the this, this story that we just read. How do you have a long life? By giving in. You're not sure? Just give in. Okay. Yeah, we How do you have a long life? He says, what? 
You're upset that I have a long life? I'm a little Rebbe. He says, no, it's Torah, we need to learn. So he says, okay, I'll tell you. I don't look at Rashaim. You're not to look at the image of a Rasha. If it wasn't, Elisha says, I don't want to look at Yehoram if it wasn't for the, for the fact that Yehoshaphat was there. So you see that you shouldn't look at Rasha. If you look at bad people, your eyes, your vision goes down. Why did Esav go blind? Because he looked too long at Esav, who was Rasha. Okay? Yitzchak liked Esav. And he looked at Esav, and that's how he got blind. That's why he couldn't see at the end of his life. Okay? Rebiel Azan Omer. Oh, we did it that. I thought Yitzhak got, got punished and got blinded because of Avi Melech's curse. Why? Avi Melech said, since you hid from me, you didn't tell me Abraham is your husband, therefore Hashem should tell, make, give you kids who are kisui and I'm covering eyes that they, that, that, they, that they don't see. And maybe that's why Yitzhak got blind. Why are you saying it happened? Because he looked at Esav, all the way around. Both of them caused it. Meaning, Sarah had to, Sarah could have protected Yitzhak, even by looking at by Asha, because she, doesn't deserve, she didn't deserve to have a son who was blind. But, since Sarah also deserved it from the curse of Abimelech, therefore, they both got it. Bishab. Which curse? Avimelech cursed her. That's what it says. Why, but, well, why did he curse her? She, he took her as a wife, and she didn't say anything until every everyone in the house couldn't go to the bathroom. Okay. Rava amamehacha, seet bnei rasha lo tov. Being nice to rasha is not good. Bishab pitir to amalo, Rebbe berecheni. When he died, so Rebbe told him, "Bless me." I hope that you live half of my days. Why not the whole life? Because right. if you, he says you want your children to be shepherds, meaning you're the nasi. Your kids are going to be nasi after you. If you live too long, they're not going to have time to be. Uh, Nasim. The law is takata bekuti. Hashem is going to pay my reward. I don't look at goyim. I wouldn't make a partnership with a goy. Now switching to Amoraim. long life. I wasn't strict in my house. And I didn't uh, walk in front of someone who's greater than me. And I didn't think in a, I wouldn't think about Torah in a place where there's number two around. 
wouldn't walk far more without Torah and Tefillin. She never fell asleep in the Mizash. Not, not, not a permanent sleep and not a temporary sleep. I wasn't happy when my friends tripped. I didn't call him in a negative nickname. Someone said even... I wouldn't call him even by a family name. Is that what it says there? Last name. Last name. Family name. Good. Okay. New Mishnah. If you have a bet knesset that got destroyed, you cannot make a hisbed there. You can't, you can't set traps there. Sorry, chavalim uh, is ropes. Twist ropes. Twist ropes there, and you can't set traps there. I guess you need a lot of room for twisting ropes. Setting traps to, to, to trap animals, asur. You can't use the roof to dry fruit. You can't use it as a shortcut. I will destroy your mikdash. They're holy even when they're destroyed. Let's say um, if weeds grew in the shul, what should you do? Loit Losh, leave them. Why? Because because that will cause people to feel bad and they'll fix it. So leave the weeds. Says the Gemara. Tanoran, but technically you ought and ogimam kaltrosh in the shul, you can't act lightheaded. And ochlim by him, you can't eat there, and shutimim you can't drink there. And niotim by him, and you can't get get dressed in them. You can't walk around there. You can't go in, in the sun to get out of the sun. You can't go in to get out of the rain. You can't make a hesbed that an individual hesbed. You can learn there and you could you can learn Torah and Mishnah there. You could make a hesbed for a big rabbi there. When is that true? That's when people are using it. When they're destroyed, like we said in the Mishnah, don't chop the grass. It'll make people feel embarrassed. Why are we mentioning the grass? In other words, it sounds like Rabbi is disagreeing about the grass, but the Tanakhama didn't mention anything about grass. So says the Gemara, you're right. Chasur Yimech said something missing in the Mishnah. This is what it should say. Umechabdin otam, and we clean it up. Umarbitzim otam, and we uh, sweep it, or we put down the the dirt. Kadesh shelo yalu b'masim in order that grass shouldn't come. That we only do that when people are using it. Before they when they're destroyed, we allow the grass to grow. Why? We leave, and once it grows, we don't take it off because we want people to feel bad and renovate the shul. The, the, the shuls in Bavel were made with conditions. That when they built it, they made a condition that if it destroys, if it gets destroyed, they want to be able to use it for other things. 
Even so, you still not allowed to be lightheaded there. Mind you, you can't go sit there and even do accounting of your business. You can't do it over there. If there's a shul that they make accountings there, then you could leave a dead body there. Well, it's like that, that means you could actually leave dead bodies there. We're telling you, we're not telling you that you could do it. You thought you were giving you a heter. No, we're giving you a curse. We're telling you that a shul that you do accounting is in it. The fact that you're lowering the kedushah of mitzvah, you'll end up having to have a mitzvah with it. Someone who doesn't. Who, you're allowed to do it for the shul's sake. What's it? You're counting for the shul's money. No, they said even that. That's the even that? No. No. Assuming business accounting. That's okay. Yes, Shukhanu says what he says. Okay. And you can't have Hana'ah there. But you're allowed if you're a rabbi or a Talmud of a rabbi, then you're allowed to eat there. They call Bet Midrash the house of the rabbis because it's like the house of the rabbis and therefore they're allowed to eat there. I think that's could be one of the hetanim that they eat. Now, if you have a thing in the shul, they eat there because you're you're learning. While you're learning, you can eat. But just to make a kiddush in the shul, not so simple. Just Although people are lenient in certain things. Meaning just to say kiddush, like, but right. no, no learning before. Just to come say kiddush. Here we do learning during the kiddush, so we're, I feel like we're, we're you know. A hallway, maybe a hallway is different. Maybe a hallway is not the shul. That it, hall is never meant to pray in. Right? right? Talking about in the shul shul. Okay? Okay. You can't go in in the sun because the sun and the, the rain because the rain. They were asking question about it. It started, a stream of water started coming down. They went into the shul. We didn't come into the shul because of the rain, because learning requires um, requires a clear head. And therefore, we came in for that. So basically what they said was, they, when they were outside learning in the, in, and then it started raining, they went into the shul. But they, they explained themselves saying that we didn't come in because we, because we don't get wet. We don't care about getting wet. But we can't learn properly while we're getting red, so we're coming to learn, therefore we're allowed to come in. Okay? Uh, how do you explain those words? Kiyoma dastana? What's kiyoma dastana? It, you, you need a clear head like? Learning requires a clear head like? Mouth. Because learning requires clarity like? Of the day of the north wind. Like a day of the north wind. What is the day of the north wind?
brings sunny, pleasant weather. Uh-huh. Oh, it needs needs nice weather. Okay, good. Amar of Acha Berei Deravad of Ashi. If you have to call someone at a shul, my what do I do? Will I, am, I, am, I, am I allowed to go in to call the guy out? I'm already told him. If the guy who's going in is a rabbi, let him say halacha when he walks in. If he doesn't know halacha, he knows mishnayot. Let him say a mishnah when he walks in. If he knows pesukim, let him just say let him say pasuk. If he knows nothing, let him tell the kid. Tell me your pasuk. And if he can't do anything because there's no kids around. Let him stay there a little bit and walk out. At least he sat there. He didn't just walk in and walk out. Okay? That's what you should do if you need to get somebody out of shul. Says the Gemara. You go out and make a hesped over there of a rabim. Of a, of a rabbi. Says the Gemara. How do we have a hesped of a rabbi? Rav Chista. Kigon. Machi Rav Chista would point out if you have a hesped and Rav Sheshit's there, that's enough. Okay, so this is what's going on. Basically, they want to know what's called the hesped of Rabim. So they said if one of if Rav Sheshit would lose one of his family members, he didn't want to say it. So they, he was basically saying, he didn't want to say the words of Sheshit would lose a family member. He would just point to Sheshit and says, if you have a hesped of Sheshit there, that's, and people are going to come to honor him, so then that's called a hesped of Rabim. You could do it in the shul. So how do we do it in 67th Street in our way? That's a good question. Some avoid doing it for that reason. Others say, I don't know what. Okay? Now, so Rav Sheshit pointed, when he pointed to Rav Sheshit, Rav Sheshit said, oh, any aspect that he's there is also big. So not just me, he's also big. Okay? Rafram was a rabbi. He made a aspect for his daughter-in-law in the shul. And he said, because of my kavod and the kavod of my daughter-in-law, all the people came. And therefore, since all the people came, it was a public hesped. I guess you need a lot of people there in order to do it in the shul. Okay? Rabbi Zeira, he made a rabbi's funeral in the Bekhesed. He said, if it's because of my kavod, or because of the, the kavod, the person who passed away, everyone's going to come anyway. He made a hesped for a rabbi who was always in Israel. He would learn He would have twelve lines of people waiting there. Twenty-four lines of people. He said, He says, Oh, woe is to us that the land of Israel is losing a big man. There was a guy who was learning Sifra, Sifri, and Tosefta, a lot of different types of Braithot. And he died. 
came to give him a spit, on him. This was more let the rabbi let the let the master make his bed. Amar hechin this bed. He says, how can I make his bed? Head sana de mali sifra de chasid. What am I going to say if I have a basket full of sifarim that were missing? Meaning, this guy knew a lot of bright thought, but he didn't know what to do with the bright thought. So, Nachman saying about the guy that he's like it's like a basket full of sifarim. He has the sefarim, but he doesn't know what to do with them, and therefore he didn't want to make a hesped on him. Look at the difference in the rabbis of Israel and the rabbis of Babel. Because Rav Nachman didn't want to make a hesped. But the rabbis of Israel, like Rish Lakish, was okay with making his bed in the shul. Because there were a lot of people there. Tzanan Hatam. Tishlamesh bet betaga. Anyone who uses the crown of Torah, chalaf, they're going to kiss him. Tana Rish Lakish. Tzanan b'mi shonel chot. This is a guy who uses a brighter guy, meaning if there's a guy who knows all the brightness and you use him to do your stuff, that's a problem because you shouldn't use Tamil Chacham for these things. And even though you're not made a Tamil Chacham, still. A person could use, a, use for your own purposes a fellow who knows four Sidanima Mishnah. But don't use a guy who's able to teach forces on him. That's too much. Because knowing it yourself and teaching are two different things. Like the story of Rishakish, he was going on the road. He came to a river. A guy came. He picked his Rishakish on his shoulders and he passed him through the water. He told him, you have, you know how, he asked the guy who's carrying, you know Torah, you know how to read Torah? I'm like, I mean, yeah, I know how to read the, the Chumash. Tanita, he says, you know Mishnayot? He says, Tanita, yeah, I know Mishnayot. I know, I know four Sadim. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, he says, what? You chiseled out four Four um, rows, meaning four Sadim Mishnah, and you're going to carry Rish Lakish on your shoulders? You're too big a rabbi to carry me. Right? Shadi, Balakisha, Bamaya. So the guy, he says, No, ra- rather throw me in the water. So he told him, He says, I still want to carry you. Yachi, Gemor Mini, Hamilta. If so, then you have to learn learn from me this thing, meaning Rishakish boy. So you want to carry me, you have to be my student. If if you're low this Torah and you're not my student, you can't carry me. But if you want to carry me, even though you know the stuff, you have to be my student. And therefore, learn from this me four times. And if you learned it from me, then I'll let you carry me. Because you'll be my student. What did he tell him? So what did he teach him for four times? 
בנות ישראל הם החמירו על עצמן שאפילו לעוד שיבות חדר כזר, שיהיה דבר שם נקיים. אוקיי. Which means that ההלכה is that really a woman is a נידה, she only needs to have seven days to wait. Nowadays, she has to wait seven clean days. Why is that? Because בנות ישראל were מחמיר על themselves that even if they only see one drop of blood the size of a mustard seed, this little piece over here is bigger than a mustard seed. Uh, if they see a piece of blood as small as a mustard seed, look it up in line, they're very, very tiny. She waits seven clean days, even though in order to be seven clean days, you need to, a woman needs to see technically three days in a row to become a zavagidola. If you're just a nida, you only need seven dirty days. Big, big difference. Seven clean days ends up with 12 days altogether, because you need five days for a period, plus seven clean days. If you have seven dirty days, the five days of the period count towards the days. So really, according to the halakha in the Torah, a woman only needs to wait seven dirty days. But the women were strict on themselves, and they makbid to have seven clean days. Five is a different rule. Just seven clean days. Five is a separate thing. Okay? Tana de Be'eliyahu. Kol shenei lachot b'yom. Kol shenei lachot. Anyone who learns halachot, muftah lo.